This is the Young Family Podcast. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Young Family Podcast. It's your host, E. Young, joined as always by my co-host. The TBC. What's up, TBC? What's up? Uh, got a great show today. Uh, we're going to kick things off with a, uh, with a little welcome back. A uh, quick tip of the week from TBC. Um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Brittany as we are wont to do from time to time here on this show. Uh, and uh, just chit-chat a little bit about the uh, the upcoming school year because back TBC, yeah, the Young Family Podcast is uh, is back from our summer break and, and here we are. Uh, so with all of that, before we get into anything, TBC, why don't you kick things off with our quick tip of the week? One, two, three, four. So this quick tip is kind of goes with school. So this year, I decided to create an email address strictly for school information. Yeah, this totally goes with school. Yeah. So like last year, I felt a little overwhelmed by the amount of emails that we received. Yes. And it was hard to always keep track. Yes. So this year, I created an email address specifically for school. So that way, all of the school emails came to one email address. It's so smart. It's so smart. I want to know, did you come up with this idea yourself or was this like a life hack that you saw on a parenting group or something? Well... I originally have like multiple email addresses, like one for like more professional and then one for like, you know, different subscriptions. Oh yeah, you have to have like a burner like email a burner address. Email. Yeah, whenever anyone tries to get your email online. But then I felt like, but you know, but somehow the real email address still becomes like a lot of fluff and oh, like yeah. crap. So it's like, I just wanted one more email strictly for school and it, I mean, it's only been like three days, but so far it's uh, it's a huge positive. So I would definitely recommend doing that for the upcoming school year. I think that this tactic is is brilliant. Um, I think that if you can do it from day one, especially in the beginning when they're sending a lot of correspondences via email, um, this is a great thing to have uh, going to make your uh, your your school year with your littles a lot better. So, uh, TBC's quick tip of the week, everybody, give it up for her. Really wasn't that quick, though, but yeah, you get it. I mean, like, how, what, are you on, like, a time crunch? You have somewhere else to be? (laughs) Like, this is a podcast. You're supposed to sort of pour over topics (laughs) a little bit, you know, let it breathe. All right. um, So, so our our next topic, we, we wanted to just touch upon the school year in general. Uh, So, let's, uh, first of all, we took a little bit of a summer break. How do you summarize our summer? Summarize the summer. How do you think it went? I think our summer was actually really fun considering we have two working parents like in our household. And so our kids continue to go to like a daycare slash summer program. Yeah. So they're still like in a school type setting. So it's hard, you know, so I, I, I kind of feel that we did a lot of activities on the, you know, like after work hours or on the weekends. Like we just like piled in so much family time and we really got to kind of 
enjoy Orlando with everything out there. So it's like we had like a small staycation in the beginning of the summer. We had a small staycation at the end of the summer. And it really was just like so nice. I feel like we got a lot of um, like family quality time. I felt like we summered hard. We definitely did. Because this was our first summer as parents where we had a child that was on a true summer break. Like he knew. From a school year. Like he went through the school year. Right. And then he was like, this blows to then (laughs) coming home for summer break being like, this is awesome. And then going back to school being like, are you serious with me right now? Well, we're going to get into the, the, you know, the emotional temperature of the household in school starting uh, back up in just a moment. But as, as far as summer went, the, the, the sentiment that I want to touch upon the most is that I feel like the ones that were on break from school the most were you and me. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I felt myself saying that a lot throughout the summer. Like, I love the summer. (laughs) Well, just the fact that there was, like, no homework. No homework. We didn't have to be at the bus at a certain time. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't, like, racing the clock. We just kind of got to... Let them stay up later. Yeah, I mean, we weren't necessarily worrying about, like, naps or, like, a schedule. It was just, like, a nice chance it was a really a vacation for all of us because after the year that we had last year it was just like a much needed break but now I feel like we kind of have like reset we have like a new mindset we have a new school year new teachers and we are like we're we're back on that grind we're back on that grind yeah with a positive refreshed rested attitude so um Old listeners may be aware of this. Uh, Maybe somebody new might not be. Maybe you're reading between the lines. But yeah, like our oldest kid who had just started first grade this week, um, he is, let's just say, not the most enthusiastic about academia. Would you say that that's a fair statement? He's not one of those kids that loves school. Like Riley loves it. Right. She like, I mean, she loves to learn where Jackson would just rather be like outside. I think she loves the idea of learning, which is enough for me right now. You know (laughs) what I mean? It's like, I don't know if like when the pen touches paper, she really like loves everything about like doing the learning and the hard work, but at least she has like that very optimistic attitude about everything. Whereas uh, Jackson, our oldest, not so much, right? Uh, So do you think that we have like mentally prepared him to go back to school or is it just like time's up buddy summer's over and now like we're throwing him back into the deep end no I think that we prepared him because we continue to occasionally do sight words or occasionally did reading we had a tutor like once or twice a week for you know for a month and a half and it was kind of a way to not completely drawback from school. I mean, we kind of still had the mindset in there, but not 100%. Now, how do you, as the mother, because, you know, as we have cited on this show in the past, the mother bears a tremendous uh, portion of the the emotional weight of the family, especially when it comes to academic success. How, how do you feel? What, what, is, what is your mind frame right now starting in first grade? Well, I have a positive outlook right now. Is that a fact? 
I mean, I want to have a positive outlook on, <laughs> on this. Do you have one or do you want to have one? It's only day three and we haven't received our homework really schedule yet. So we, it's we haven't of, gotten any homework. It's like a transition week, but I think that... A transition? It's like a garbage time week. Should have just waited until next Monday. I like the like the like the ease it in. Yeah. All right, all right, fair point. It's like a Be- warm up. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a preseason. Warm-up. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. I, I suppose. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just like go through the motions of getting. You back have to into work school. out the kinks. Work Agreed. out the kinks with like the buses, like the car line. You know, the lunches. Making right. sure all the kids are going to the right like exit. You know. S- so you just have like three like throwaway days. And that's why they started it in the middle of the week, or maybe there's some other reason, but they did. I mean, that's just my guess. I don't really know. I mean, it makes sense to me, but... Yeah. Um, But so you're right. Big, big uh, question mark still is what is the homework situation? Last year in kindergarten, it was pretty grueling. Uh, remains to be seen for for this year. Do you think that last year was an anomaly? Are you expecting to to get whacked with homework right from the get go again, or what? Yeah, I think that the program that we're in is is going to be pretty rigorous. But I feel that now we know what we're getting ourselves into, so we're just better prepared. I think Jackson kind of has an idea, and I feel like you know with us having the tutor this year, I think that we're. We're like prepared. We're prepared to be successful. But I mean, no doubt are we going to have some hard days for sure. But I think we're set up for success. Um, That's promising. Your attitude right now and your mental state is promising. No doubt. Got to tell you that. Um, Queen positive here. (laughs) um, Do you have any advice for mothers or parents uh, that are just now starting, they're going to have a, uh, a child starting school, like elementary school for the first time. What would be your primary piece of advice? I mean, I think that I would, I guess, without thinking too far into it, the biggest thing that comes to my mind is just like lunches. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you are obsessed with lunches. <laughs> I'm on too many faces. <laughs> <laughs> cannot be your real answer. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> because you never stop thinking about the kids' lunches. <laughs> well, let, let, me, let me go into it deeper. Uh, can I first say that I would, <laughs> like, the last... The second half of the summer was dominated <laughs> with you purchasing, returning, and analyzing lunch boxes. And then the bo- then the bento boxes that go in the lunch boxes. So yes, this is a subject matter that is very, very near and dear to your heart. But it, it, go ahead. what is the what's the the lower layer? My lower layer is this. Don't worry about what other people are doing. As far as like making a magical lunchbox. Right. You don't have to go above and beyond creative. But I always tell parents on Facebook, because I'm always one to chime in to help others, it's just like pack what your kids eat at home. Right. And How hard is this? And like I packed the kids lunch a couple of days now. And like, you know, 
even though a, ben- a Benko box or a Bento box or a Sistema box or whatever all has different compartments, they do not stay as pretty as you make them, mm. right? Kids are throwing them. They're stepping on them. They're... Jackson likes to play the bottle flip game, but with his lunch. Well, I've told him at this point to stop doing that. <laughs> but like, that's going to get him kicked out of the family. So for one, for one, it's just like, it's just like, don't stress yourself out because it, it's not necessary because it yeah. does not look pretty by the time it gets to lunchtime. My other thing is this, lunchtime is fast. Right. Like fast. Like they have like 15, 20 minutes and they have had to keep their mouth shut all morning and all they wanna do is talk with their friends. Right. So when when you get the lunchbox back and the lunchbox is full or barely eaten and you're like, I still do this. Why didn't you eat your chicken nuggets or whatever? <laughs> and it's the same story it's every just time. It's the same thing, you know. Oh, the bell rang so fast. I was talking to so and so or whatever. And then it's like fine. So it's just like you can't don't overstress it. As a mom, one of my biggest problems has always been I I hate it when my kid says that he's hungry, that they're hungry. So when I think about lunchtime, I want them to 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 be fed. So you're trying to fight like, off that demon of like is my child going to be hungry for the the 10 hours that they're away from me? Yeah. Today? So I mean, yes, I mean, yes, obviously you're going to worry about school, but my first thought is like with like lunches, I feel like there's like so much pressure on the parents to pack these elaborate lunches and like it's just not necessary. Yeah. So that is like my summary about elementary school. I I like it. Because you have this idea of what is going on or what to expect. And it's like not like that at all. It's totally wrong. And everybody's school and teachers and situation are completely different, but the lunch is a, is is the same problem no matter where you're at. Yeah. Because that stress and struggle is real. And now there's this extra layer of of pressure on parents because of all the parents that show off with their fancy lunches. And so you're saying just don't succumb to that peer pressure. Don't compare yourself. Focus on on you just and your kid. Just focus on what your kid right. will eat. Right. If like if they only eat a turkey sandwich, like just give them a turkey sandwich like every day. Uh, like, so that means we'll be packing uh, Riley like uh, packets of sugar and candy canes. <laughs> she she eats, eats like, like elf. Buddy the Elf. <laughs> She's doing better. Um, but no, I think that that is it's sage advice from the TBC. So uh, any any uh, parents that are putting their kids into school for the first year around this time, um, I definitely say pay heed because that's that's something that as as you've mentioned, you're you're still kind of trying to come to terms with emotionally. So it's an ongoing thing. Uh, so TBC, we. Um, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Britney. She's one of the few celebrities that we talk about on this show. Britney Spears. I mean, does, do we even need the Spears? Like when you say Britney, it's Britney, bitch. You don't even need to say the Spears, right? I mean, I don't need to say Spears, but you don't know. Okay. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, like I mean, Spears is from my generation. Fair like, point, fair point. Like she is like still you know, known, well-known, but you don't know. She's an institution. Could be Brittany Snow. I don't know who that is. But what did she do from Pitch Perfect? Ugh, no way. <laughs> there's like there's like two people that I recognize from Pitch Perfect, and there should be more, but I don't. I don't. 
Um, anyway, all right. So, but like the, I understand that there's other Britneys, but this is like the Britney. Oh, wait, maybe we should take a quick break. Okay. All right, we're going to get into... We're gonna get into Britney after this, after this brief break. All right now, so uh, we're back and we're here to talk a little bit of celebrity trash. Like I said, one of the um, uh, celebrities that we make a major exception for in order to do that on this parenting show is one, Britney Spears. Uh, But also, I thought that it would be uh, appropriate for us to chat about this because it involves parenting. All right. Uh, So basically, uh, yesterday, Daily Mail reported uh, there was an article that was uh, started with a quote that said the lies have to stop from Kevin Federline posts clip of Britney arguing. Um, article goes on to bullet that Britney Spears is locked in a bitter dispute with her ex-husband Kevin Federline after he revealed their teenage sons no longer want to spend time with her. The 40-year-old singer was deeply hurt by his airing of their private family situation and accused him of living with the boys in a house that is full of marijuana. On Wednesday night, though, Federline 44 published two videos showing Spears arguing with the boys, both of them recorded by the boys four years ago. In one clip, one of her sons, aged 11 or 12, appears to be in bed, and Spears berates him for lacking respect for his mother. In the second, Spears is in a car with the two boys, telling Sean off for taking his shoes off in an ice cream parlor and then confiscating his cell phone. Federline posted the videos on his Instagram page. It's his one and only post and captioned them. This isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. So TBC, um, this comes across my phone. I don't know why I get push notifications from Daily Mail about Britney Spears, but I do. So I'm locked in, you know, as something intense with work. So this pops up and uh, I... I, you know, read through it and I instantly send it to you because I know that you are very much uh, a fan of Britney Spears and have followed her through her career. But also, as I was reading those bullet points about the story, I, without seeing the video, which I still have not, I haven't seen either video, I start projecting myself onto these situations as a parent and thinking to myself, you know what? Like, I'm with Britney. I can't, like, I totally can see why these situations would cause a parent, any parent, uh, to become a little bit emotionally charged. And uh, if you've got some kids that are taking their shoes off in a public place and not respecting you as a parent, I think that any of us parents have been known to fly off the handle Especially from time to time. Especially when you're a, a public figure. Who already has who already is under a microscope, like pretty. She's pretty had a crazy already. life, yeah. right? Crazy life. Uh, she has a history of a, a public history of emotional and mental challenges, right? And here she is. She's in her forties. She's trying to live a normal life. She's trying to raise some uh, well-adjusted young boys, uh, and from time to time, uh, she starts screaming at them. And then, so this is the other thing. If 
any of us parents were to be recorded in secret, like without us knowing, while we're going off on our children <laughs> after they've like completely pushed us over the edge, I think we're all going to seem a little bit rough. Now again, I have not seen these videos. So you have, what is your reaction to this situation? Well, my first thought is, I am just very glad that when I was in, you know, high school or college, that there was not an iPhone or like just a a quick snap of a video recording. Why do you say that? Because I mean, like, there's like no privacy anymore. Everyone is just recording everything that like everyone does. Right. There's just like no secrets. And in this situation with Brittany. I mean, you know that these kids, especially once they've become 10, 11 years old they and have they have phones. well phones, but they probably also have the understanding that their mom is an international pop icon. Right. And that any video of her, especially acting like a loon tune, might have some sort of weight. No, of course. May, you know, and, and so they could almost wield it as a weapon. To be like, oh, well, if I film my mom, uh, you know, whenever she's coming down on me, I could turn this over to the paparazzi and, you know, rake her over the coals. Well, and that's exactly. And that's what's happening. That's exactly what happened. And I, I feel that, I mean, you're 100% right when you say, you know, as parents, of course, we lose our cool at times, right? They are testing their boundaries <laughs> constantly. <laughs> And after a while, anyone is bound to snap or have a weak moment of like judgment. Because that is what establishes, the, or at least in my experience of parenting, that is what establishes the boundaries. I, I had to lose it on the kids the other night where they had just gone too far for too long. And I had to get stern with them I, in, in a situation that if I were being recorded and then I were a celebrity and somebody released that video, yeah, I'd look like probably a, an abusive parent as well. I feel like nowadays, like everybody, I don't want to say the wrong word, but like, not like it's too soft, but like they've just <laughs> kind of gotten like, there's not, there's, I feel like almost like less parenting and like, like more like friendship. I don't know. I, I, I just... No, I think you can say soft. I don't think you're the first person that's ever said or th or thought that. I don't I think know. that every I mean, generation gets softer than the previous generation, right? But, but like, but but they need children need parenting. They need to learn respect. They need to treat others how they want to be treated. Right. And I think that when kids act a fool, and the parents kind of are like, you know, WTF, then. Yes, I mean it it can be recorded and then held against you, but I feel I feel bad I feel bad for her because she has had a very rough life and the video even though you only see a clip can still be taken completely out of context. Right? Like Right. Like yes, she was angry, but like they could have been, you know, a pain for her and given her that like escalation and like I feel that when you have divorced parents they can kind of play against each other there's there's not always like a unified front it's almost like one parent is trying to be better or oh yeah you know more fun than the other As especially when the sides are bitter towards one another no, there's probably exactly. a, a thousand percent the kids are are weaponized against one another. So it's like if the kids are like, oh, I don't want to live with mom. 
And then, you know, the dad's like, oh, we'll take a video of her and, you know, we can kind of show, like, reason being. Oh, my gosh. So are you proposing that this was planned espionage? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it was planned, but, I mean, there's two separate videos of her getting mad at the children. And it's not like she, like, hits them. I mean, she's just being like, you know, I'm a woman. I'm your mom. Like, give me some respect. Like, So that was going to be my next question for you since you saw the videos. Um, you know, it, you you just mentioned it never got physical. I think. I mean, that, not that I saw. I mean, I mean. Right. Or or so if we are just taking these two video clips that have surfaced as evidence. I actually couldn't even watch the whole thing because I'm I'm I just felt I felt weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. So there. I mean, I think that that's a normal instinct to have in this situation. She did not know she was being filmed. Something about that can feel wrong when you're watching it. Uh, but be that as it may, uh, do you think that there is a conversation to be had here with like verbal abuse? Do you think that, you know, everything that we've said about parents and kids and how sometimes, you know, we establish boundaries by yelling or becoming stern? Do you think that it crosses some kind of an unwritten or unspoken line of like, okay, this has transcended beyond what is okay or normal and has become something that seems verbally abusive? In your opinion, this is just, there's I mean, no again, right or wrong. I didn't watch the whole thing, mm -hmm. but like, I mean, to me, it just seemed like a mom getting upset. I mm. mean, she definitely yelled. And I mean, she said a, a few like not nice things. Haven't we all? <laughs> right, I know. Why don't you, I mean, we can not air this part, but just like watch like a little bit of a clip okay. and then give your two cents. All right. All right, so we're back. Uh, I just watched both videos to completion. The second one was way too long. And you, you want to know my reaction? I'm even more on Britney's side. Way, way more. I felt like too, like the two children like knew that they were the other child, like knew that they were being recorded. So they're almost like antagonizing her to yep. you know point, like trying to, trying to get her to a level to like, yep, you know, explode a little bit more. The proof was in the pudding right there. The kids were being disrespectful to her in the recordings. No, a hundred percent. I so just I, I leave Brittany alone. We're back to two thousand and eight. I'm I'm under my sheet. I'm filming myself. I'm crying and screaming, leave Brittany alone. It's just like, you know, kids need to respect their parents. <laughs> Damn straight. You know. Oh, man, I am on Brittany's side so hard right if now. If you don't, yeah, your parent might yell at you. They might take away your phone. And yeah. let me tell you something, you probably deserved it. Yup. And like. And I think it's so, I mean. She was even giving them more grace than I think I would have in that situation. I'd have been like, stop talking to me right now because you're in trouble. And he kept on talking back. Well, he you was know what trying I mean? to in instigate her, I feel. But I feel like if, if anybody were to record anybody at a weak moment, whether it's with your child or with like your spouse. Right, right. There you could be embarrassed at some point, you and, know, in your life. And given Britney Spears' specific personal history, I thought that both of those videos were remarkably well adjusted. I expected well, them to be from, a little bit more like chaotic than that or for her like this is from four reactions years ago. to be worse. Yeah, but even even so, I mean like who's to say if she was in a better or worse place four years ago? But like um you know, her kids were at challenging ages. 
we know what it's like to have, you know, a, even a, a six-year-old boy that, uh, you know, gets a little wise sometimes and, uh, you know, may, may become a little bit disrespectful and it's frustrating. You know what I mean? Because you want to love them and show them that, you know, you want what's best for them. And sometimes it seems like they're working against you. And then when there's that level of frustration and, and opposition, you lose it. So anyway, I'm on Team Brittany, baby. Even more so than I was at the beginning of this segment. It's tough. It's yeah. I've, so parenting is not easy for anyone, even if you're Britney Spears. Exactly. Moral of the story. Uh, with that, TBC, should we wrap up today's epi? Totes. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find us online? You can find us at youngfamilypodcast.com. You happy to be back? Yes. Uh, with all that said, on behalf of the TVC and myself, we're saying deuces until next time. And bye! bye. This is the Young Family Podcast. This is the Young Family Podcast.